Welcome back to the last segment of Level Up! The handsomest, best-looking, awesomest, greatest, most incredible two hours of radio. You're welcome. We got you for one more segment. You are in absolutely the right place. If you're not familiar with our show, it's so much fun. It is. And that oh was gosh. in no way hyperbole. That was that was actual scientific this fact. The, the entire preamble there. Yeah, exactly. If you need proof for yourself, don't take our word for it. Go to soundcloud.com slash level up show. Our previous shows are posted in their entirety. We have so much fun here. We really do. I mean, we talk about real things. We don't give you filler. We don't pretend to know what we're talking about. We don't shout out facts and stats that aren't even true and you know, just expect people not to call us on it. We give you real talk. And that's something rare. I mean, and sorry, I, you know what? I don't want to toot our own horn. That's not what we're about. Just thank you for just sorry. Thank you for listening. Yeah, that's all I want to say. We definitely appreciate our our listenership and the guys that on on Twitter that are tweeting at us, man. I mean, it, it makes it it makes this thing worthwhile when y'all call in and you give us compliments like that, like some of the stuff that's coming in on Twitter right now. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, we we really we work we work hard. Uh, you know, to bring you the best two hours that we possibly can, and you guys work hard to make us better during that time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I guess more on that, I, I could probably do show prep. But then, wait, 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 wait. What? What did you? What is this? Did you say that? Was that French? Show, 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 show prep? prep. I'm not familiar with this this yeah, concept. You know, right? we've actually. I don't know if you know this, but I'm sure you do. We've been ripped by someone on this very station for like talking about the fact that we don't do show prep it's like sorry that we want our show to be organic and natural and you know something that you actually enjoy listening to you know we're not going to script everything out so it sounds premeditated we're not going to kick down your door with scripted bullcrap you're welcome listeners you know what we try to do What we try to do is, uh, you know, have a conversation, and we want you to be part of that conversation with us. And, and you know, it's a natural, it's, it's more natural sports talk rather than sports scripting. Yeah. 303-297-1510 is the number to call. 303-297-1510, the incredible wine and spirits hotline. Uh, this last segment is wide open. I mean, we've had a very, or I've had a very emotional day. You know, it's, you know, between Drew Soisher and Stephen A. Smith and just like stuff going on with the media and Ray Rice. I mean, it's, it's a great time to be, you know, a sports analyst and get a chance to talk about this and, you know, shed some light because you're not getting a biased opinion from us. You're getting, you know, our real, true, raw emotions. So, you know, I'd like to apologize if you thought that I went over the top with the Stephen A. Uh, Stephen A. Smith stuff and the Drew Soisher stuff. But, you know, that's that's how I truly feel. You know, it's not funny and it's not acceptable for people in the media with these kind of platforms to act that way. That's why I got so fired up because it's like the stuff that we talk about is so natural and real. You know, there's no one telling us what to say. We're not trying to be politically correct. You know, we are very devout in our own beliefs and our own thoughts. And we just want to convey that to you. If you agree, fantastic. If not, that's fine. Yeah, I, I, you know, I totally agree. I don't think that we ever need to do, we have some bits that we do here on the show, but we don't need to do shtick to bring you in. Our job, our, There's our no jo- gimmicks with right. our show. Our job is to sit here and talk about sports and have this conversation with you, and you have the conversation with us, and, and that's that. We don't need to embellish. We don't need to try to be uh, witty or funny, and, and it wasn't witty. But, but we are. Well, you know, I'm just saying we don't need to add that to it to make it, you know, something else. And people else. are noticing, I promise you that. It's, uh, you know, I you just... 
You're just setting this stuff up on a silver freaking platter, but Brad, <laughs> it was great having you in studio today. Uh, how did you, have you enjoyed your time here? Oh yeah, I can't say enough how much fun this was. Uh, and like you guys have been saying, man, this is the first time I've really experienced anything like that. If you guys, you know, who are listening, obviously can't see them, but they're literally just sitting here yelling back and forth at each other. And even when we're <laughs> off air, it's the same thing. They go get a basketball and play some mini hoop, and it's it's the same don't, thing. They're was, just yelling back. It's just and a forth. friendship. Don't man. divulge. Yeah, don't divulge all the secrets now. They can't. <laughs> You can't handle the truth. Thank you, Jack. And Nolan back there is always on point. I love having Nolan in here. To yeah, other than muting Brad's mic in the third segment, well, he, yeah. he was pretty on point today. I deserved that with my uh, last QB reference. <laughs> uh, <that's all> <laughs> <You> didn't... <laughs> and there it is. He didn't it mute is. it at the right time. And there it is. Oh, yeah. Nolan, uh, are your Giants going to make the playoffs? Can you make a serious playoff run? Can they contend with the St. Louis Cardinals or the Oakland Athletics? I think they're a wild card team. Um, I think the Dodgers are the better team in the division. It pains me deeply to say that, but I really do think the Dodgers are a better team. Uh, that being said, I think they can hang in there with, uh, I believe it's the Braves right now in the second wild card spot. L.A. is in the first one. So I, I think they are a playoff team. I don't know how far that gets you. I mean, the wild card format, you might have your season extended one extra day, and that's it. It's so. a weird format. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's odd. And never, I, let me get off on a tangent here real quick. Everybody trying to cram more teams to the playoffs in their sports to make more money. It, it, it dilutes the product. We don't need ha- like the NBA half the league in the freaking playoffs every and year. That's exactly what it, it is. And it's ridiculous. The NFL is trying to add teams to the playoffs and guys that are consistently eight and eight mediocre, you know, teams that, that fan bases are like, well, yes, it, it's a great it, idea. Isn't it more than half the teams in the NBA? Because there's eight seeds. So like 16, aren't there 30 teams in the NBA? I think so. I, I said roughly half. I wasn't trying to be. But oh, yeah, no, it's, but I mean, the fact that it's right. more than half, that's an that, absolute that's insane. joke. That is, well, now that, I mean, we've been ripping on Roger Goodell, obviously, and if you have your own opinions about him, that's fine and whatever. But the fact that he was, you know, A, trying to add more games, you know, in, in, increase the amount of teams that get into the playoffs. If you're going to add games, but you're not going to pay the players more. And I know, you know, they get paid so much money, it's hard. There are some bonuses, it's hard to be though, for the playoffs and, and Super Bowl. Well, no, no, I understand. But okay. let's say they extend the, the uh, season to 18 games. Which would be a criminal mistake. Oh, yeah, it would be asinine. Because, play. I mean, the preseason games, there's already too many of those. They want to turn two of the preseason games into regular season games as if, you know, the regular season wasn't enough. If they were to hypothetically do that, and I, I pray that they don't, they need to do two things. They need to add in an extra bye week. You know, throw it in there. Hell, even have everybody have the same bye week. You know, have it after the sixth week and then have it after the 13th week or something. You know, break it up evenly. Give these teams a break. That, and then you need to not stretch out their salaries. You need to pay them for two extra games. I mean, and and again, I know with, you know, we're talking about millions upon millions of dollars and it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. But if you were to go to your job and, you know, they have training. So let's say preseason is like training for your job. And then after that, you know, is when you get paid the real money when you start your real job. They want to take away two days of training, throw, in, throw you into the fire early, but they want to pay you the same. So you're doing your job. You're working your butt off, you know, in a nine to five job or whatever it is. But they're not paying you any more for working overtime. Let me add, let me make this even simpler. If your job suddenly required you, uh, if you worked a nine to five Monday through Friday, and your job suddenly required you to come in for four hours on Saturday at no additional pay, would you do it? No, absolutely not. Okay, but here's where I don't think that's a direct parallel, and I am not necessarily in favor of adding more games to the schedule. But two more games to the schedule means more money 
for the owners, which I think eventually will end up getting kicked back to the players. I, I don't know that for sure. I'm not an economist, but I feel like the top salaries at the very least will go higher if there's more money in those two games. No, Quar- you're, quarterbacks you're right. will get it. But. And it is it, it is such a it's such a money-driven league and that's what drives me crazy. I mean, even the comment that you made about Ray Rice like what if and, and obviously it was speculation it was your opinion, what if he only suspended Ray Rice for two games because, you know, he's a big deal in Baltimore and if he's out for more than two games, hell, not as many people are going to tune in. So the league loses money, the owners lose money. That's how it works. And, you know, I, I understand that it's a business. We all saw that firsthand when the Broncos released Champ Bailey. Was it sad? Yeah. Was it part of the business? Absolutely. It's the nature of the beast. So what it comes down to is these players are no longer thought of as human beings. They're cogs in the system. Everything needs to work meticulously. And if something isn't working, you just get it out and you replace it with something that does. There's no longer a humanistic aspect. It's all about dollar signs. They might as well have the number on their back be how much money that they make, not a name, you know, and maybe it makes it easier putting the face mask on. You can't actually see their faces. You don't know that there is a human being under that helmet. That's the problem that I have. It's completely money driven. That's all Goodell cares about. I think the fantasy football aspect of it is lent to that as well. People view them as a number, you know, the number of points they're going to get for their fantasy football yeah, the, team. The people, versus... the people that will tweet directly. And, yeah, that's uh, disgusting. It was, if, it you would do, if you would tweet directly at a player because their fantasy impact, you know, impacted your fantasy football team, you're a disgusting human being. I will say this. I never liked Brandon Jacobs. I thought, you know, he's a terrible running back. I never liked him. But I will say this. He had a fan tweet at him and basically threatened him because Brandon Jacobs had a bad fantasy output and he handled it so well he's like what what's the matter with you like you really think I give two you know what's about your fantasy football team and you're coming out here and you're gonna threaten his life Mm -hmm. because he scored three or four points instead of 12 or 13 what's the matter with you I mean we've talked about fantasy sports and I'm I'm a huge fantasy baseball and fantasy football participant you know, I, I feel like it helps me identify with the players a little more. And, you know, Nolan, I know you don't like it because you'll have friends, you know, rooting, or maybe it was our intern Joe that didn't like it because mm-hmm. he has friends rooting for the teams against his beloved Jets. Right. You know, I would, I don't do that. I always put the Broncos first. If the Broncos win, then I care about my fantasy football teams. But you're absolutely right. There's no longer, we are slowly eliminating the humanistic aspect of sports in general. It's just a dollar sign or it's a fantasy point. It's a number tied to these guys. These are human beings. That was our intern, Handsome Joe, by the way. I'm a yeah, big fan yeah, you're of right. fantasy sports. I, I'm also a participant. Let me ask you this, and, and maybe Brad can, uh, maybe Brad would be interested in this as well. What do you think about us starting up maybe a fantasy football league for the listeners? I was just going to say we should absolutely would do you, that. Uh, Brad, would you be interested in joining a fantasy football league? We have some kind of prize. Maybe have the winner come in here and co-host with us for a show or something. Oh, absolutely. That, that sounds, sounds, sounds fun. Right okay, but what if, like, I mean, I'm going to win the league and I'm going to be in here anyway, so maybe, like, the runner-up? Well, when I win the league, what we would need oh. to do is, uh, what we need to do is I would have to disqualify myself and then give the uh, give the loser, obviously he would be a loser to me, um, you know, maybe give them consideration or something like that. <laughs> Just give, fighting words. Give the, give the runner-up a shout-out or something. I do think yeah. you guys uh, make a really good point, though, about, especially in football, how much it's getting taken away from, you know, the players actually being people. It's just the combination of how big fantasy has gotten along with the fact that these guys are covered in pads and you can't see them. You can't put a name to the face. Then you add the fact that running backs last, what, two to three years in this league? They're so taken away from a person more so than basketball, baseball, you know. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, and I, I think that was a great point about dehumanizing him with the, you know, with the face mask and stuff like that. I think that is, I, you know, it's tough for the average blue collar guy to relate to the, the issues that some of these guys go through, because most of these guys that are, that are football fans, most of us you know, have been around a while. We, we've been working for a decade since we graduated college. And we don't understand. Well, we're not all as old as well, you. Well, but you get my point about it. <laughs> it, it. We don't understand because those guys are college age, just graduated college age, that kind of stuff. And they've got millions of dollars. And we can't relate to that. There's a, you know, so not everybody can relate to that. We're also um, not putting our lives on the line. And I know it's a little extreme to say something like that. But, I mean, look at some of the injuries. I mean, you have these, these human beings that are getting bigger, stronger, and faster every single year and if it doesn't happen on the field it happens afterwards you've seen you know how many lawsuits are former athletes former football players filing because of concussion symptoms because mm-hmm. their bodies are just ruined we all happen we all saw what happened with junior Seau, and that's just you know a microcosm we don't know about all the other stuff that's going on behind well, the scenes sydney rice uh, just announced his retirement At due to 27. concussion even more sean mcgrath today Chiefs really? tight end announced his because of the concussions he sustained last year. He's I'm, only been in the league a couple of years, pair of years maybe. Barely, yeah, didn't yeah. get a lot of play time except for last year. And uh, he went ahead and Andy Reid announced his retirement again, uh, today. Carl Nix, the guard from the um, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah. uh, you know, and he had a MRSA infection, but uh, and that's been a constant thing. I mean, do Tampa, you remember but, Glenn Coffey a couple right, years ago, the right. kid out of Alabama who had, you know, a bright future, was mm-hmm. with the 49ers? He just retired out of nowhere. Right. I mean, we, we don't, that's the thing. We don't understand. You see someone like that. I saw on Twitter, somebody said, and I'm not going to say their, their Twitter handle because this is such a stupid thing. He saw that Sidney Rice had retired and he's like, you're a professional athlete. You play on a Super Bowl team. What an idiot to retire. It's like, Who you're said an, that? I, I, somebody from Twitter? Well, yeah, someone okay. from Twitter. It's like, you're an idiot. For, are you serious? You have no idea what he's going through. You know nothing of his life. Right. Obviously, he doesn't want to play. This isn't doing it for him. People who say things like that don't understand the brutality of the league, don't understand what it's like to put their body. I mean, how far removed do you have to be from high school football to remember uh, uh, to remember how brutal just the high school was? Now, imagine the upper echelon, the elitist athletes, the most elite athletes. And it's only getting in worse. the world. It's only getting and getting more together dangerous. and running at each other full steam and hitting each other. I mean, Look, you don't realize. I was in the military for quite a while, and, and the, the wear and tear that kind of stuff puts on your body. People don't understand that, and I, you know, even in the military. We didn't put that kind of, uh, you know, we didn't have that kind of run at each other full force brutality in the NFL has. So, and I will say this real quick before we wrap it up: Rick Upchurch, who we had on the show a couple weeks ago, again, the last play of his career, he landed awkwardly on his shoulder, he got blown up to this day, and that his last season was Elway's first back in 1986. He is still having neck and shoulder problems more than 30 years later. Just to put it into perspective, real quick, Mr. Sinister says, real talk, scientific proof. Ben, Mario, just say you're good. You're right, Mr. Sin. We are good. My name's Mario Vitanzi. Thank you so much for listening. Brad Bonavita, follow him on Twitter, at Brad Bonavita, joined us today. Ben Albright, of course, Nolan Lee's behind the board. What a fantastic show. Thank you so much for joining us. SoundCloud.com slash Show. We'll be back next week at noon. God bless, everybody. Have a great rest of your weekend.